The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, it's Jenny from Channel Mom, and we're so glad to have you on board today. We have a super exciting announcement. My BFF is in the house. She's back. Yay. I know. Girlfriends are back together. I know. And it makes us so much better in some ways. I mean, you could ask the audience, but they may be tired of just listening to me. When Shell's here, we can have conversation like moms. And and she can kind of kind of get me to that place where I'm hearing all of your voices because she she kind of speaks like the average mom. I mean, you do in a lot of ways. Now your kids are older now, but you have a better memory for me of when they were younger because <laughs> I don't remember that stuff as well as you do. I'm still fairly average as well. Just average. <laughs> I didn't mean that. She's actually way above average <laughs> as a person. Um, I have a question for you before Shell and I have a little conversation and we bring on our guest. Here it is. Do you always feel like, as a mom, like you need more money? Or maybe like you wish you could help more people with the money that you do have, but you just don't have enough. Perhaps you feel depressed about your purpose in life because of lack of money. Well, there are a lot of have truths out there that women believe, that mothers believe, that that affect their families, but they're half truths. And we're going to correct those today. We have, we have a great guest on. He's the expert in this area. He's written a brand new book. And he's here just to give moms tips about their money mindset. And, and the name of his book is Your New Money Mindset. And he's here to change some things for you so you don't always have to feel stressed about money. He's going to give you some fabulous advice. He's going to help you leave a legacy for your kids. Who wants their kids to grow up and struggle with money? No. I mean, no. you have you have a boy off at college now. Do you think yes. he's struggling? Like, how do you think you've trained him? Well, he actually does very well because he doesn't have a job. <laughs> so he's managing to live off nothing. Okay, because you don't send him. So he's side- not a spender. Okay, so you think you've trained him. Well. He's not asking for more? He's not lamenting? No, he's not. No, because he's not. That would be bad. That wouldn't go well in okay. our house if he asked for more. Because we would say, hey, go get a job. Okay. So there's that. He knows he needs a job. But he's not overspending. He's not up, running up debt, nothing. So I'm impressed. Yeah, good for I him. I couldn't do it. Good for him. I just, I, I, I don't want moms to turn off because they think we're going to talk about the stock market or something. I want them to stick around because I've got to believe that just about every woman out there today, every mother in the car, at her computer, on her podcast, however they're listening to Channel Mom today, this is an issue in their family. Oh, and yeah. this is an issue in their marriage. And this is an issue in their daily life. With their I, kids. Right. I was thinking about this. I, I, because Brad talks about this in the book, I have the habit, like a lot of people, of always wanting a little bit more. Even when I think that one thing, like we got a, a, a cool new car. It was actually a used car. But, but I'm a car girl. And so my husband bought me a used Land Rover. And I'm like, I'm sad. I never need anything more. 
car. I have this car. I'm never going to want anything. And then boom, you know, I'm dissatisfied within a couple months. Or like we fixed something up in our house recently. And then I was like, okay, now all we have to do is the kitchen counters. And then, I, and then as soon as I get the kitchen counters done, I'm going to want to pave the driveway. Or new carpet or yeah, whatever. Yes. Yes. So what is wrong with us? You know, John D. Rockefeller, I don't know how old folks are and, and, and our average listener, how old they are, but John D. Rock- Rockefeller was once the wealthiest man in the world. He was an oil baron. Um, the Rockefeller family, I think most people know about them. So he was once asked, how much money is enough money? Now, mind you, he's the richest guy in the world. How much money is enough money? And he said, just a little bit more. I know. Just a little bit more. So please know that on the days when you think, we could use a little more. I need a little more. You know what I mean? That you're always going to feel like you need more. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. Yeah. So something's wrong with us. The the things we buy are never quite filling us. They won't. And they're always temporary. And we need to teach our kids that. Yes. Because some of us on occasion will have a habit of trying to fill our kids by buying them stuff. And then we get them in the habit of thinking they'll just feel better if they just go shopping or if they just get that thing they've wanted or if they just wear that outfit or whatever. And we have to teach them like, yeah, okay, it'll make, I want to make you happy, but this isn't going to fulfill you. Yes. Yes. And you know, when people die, they're not like, you know, I really like to go to the store to get that new bracelet. I, I wish they I would have bought that. Yeah. 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 I wish I would have spent more of my money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so I'm thrilled that, that we're about to bring uh, Brad Hewitt on to, to talk about this, but it, but it is a syndrome. And I, w- I was paying attention to it in myself today. How'd you do? I, well, I, not well. I know, me you know, neither. I like, as I'm starting to run out of one item of makeup, I'm like, oh, I need this and I need this and I need that. And we're talking, we've been talking about beauty as well on the show, but I, I know. And you have the cutest necklace on today and now I want one. <laughs> Maybe I should just borrow yours. Yes, thank you for admitting that you covet as well. Cause <laughs> I, I have an issue with it as well. Okay. Brad Hewitt is a CEO with a unique perspective since 2010, Brad has served as president and CEO of Thrivent Financial, a not-for-profit Fortune 500 organization. He has helped in this role. He's helped many Americans rediscover a healthy relationship with money, and that is what he's here to do today. He has a very unique solution to the money problem for moms. So we want to welcome Brad to Channel Mom. Welcome to the show, Brad. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's just my honor to be with you. It's It sounds like a fun show. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, we are yeah. very fun here at Channel Mom. Look, moms need a break. I mean, they need a reason to smile and to feel encouraged and feel like we're on their side, right? I mean, in our society, a lot of moms don't feel like TV or movies or magazines care about them, right? Well, in fact, I would say we all get bombarded with you know, mil- hundreds of millions of dollars of consumeristic and materialistic messages constantly. And, you know, all of us fail. I mean, it's just, it's like, that's what's going to happen when yeah. you keep hearing those yeah. messages. And so that's what we wanted to do with this book is actually provide a kind of a grace filled call to this heart healthy relationship that, um, that, and it, frankly, it takes every day to work on it. When you're talking about, you know, trying to look at it every day, that's what it actually takes. Yeah. And, and I'm going to interject something, Brad, because I want your perspective on this. Moms are actually, they may not know this because they may not necessarily always feel honored in our media, but they're the number one target of advertising because moms do 85% of household spending. So why do you think all the ads target women? And yet when you get to the shows, they care a lot less about women, but the ads target women. So, so I want you to, to start out, Brad, in this first segment, just telling us where do you suspect or where would you guess from all of your work and studies and expertise, where would you guess the average mom's mindset is when it comes to money? 
Well, we have actually done studies around that, and and most people have. Uh, well, I hate to say this, but most people, and especially moms, uh, although not exclusively moms, um, have what I would call um, uh, an unhealthy relationship with money. And and I don't mean a bad relationship, just probably a little bit unhealthy relationship. And and we'll talk about what it means. And and the and the cure for fixing that isn't kind of really redoing your habits or getting a bunch more knowledge or working on the mechanics that this is a heart issue. And so that's the, that's the point of, that we're going to talk about today is how do you actually remake your heart in order to have a heart-healthy relationship with money. And and that I think actually the good news is is that my experience as I've gone around is moms and women actually get that intuitively. Oh. And, and I think that's actually one of the most valuable things. I would say husbands and dads don't get that as much. <laughs> and so this is a really important question of how do we actually – end up having a great conversation about having a heart-healthy relationship with money. And, and this isn't necessarily something you cover a lot in the book, but is that one reason there's a conflict uh, when it comes to money in marriages and it can break up a, a ton of marriages because women view it one way and men view it another? Yeah, absolutely. We have a we have an organization that's part of Thrivent that actually does marriage assessment, and and you know the number one issue is 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 uh, communication. The second issue is money, and almost always it's about communication about money. <laughs> that's the issue, and and so oftentimes we just don't talk about it. We we assume that we're actually on the same page, and we're not. It becomes a, a point of stress, and we're gonna. I heard you introduce it at the beginning, is and we actually buy into a bunch of half truths about money that we never fully examine and those often becomes the things that stress us. Yeah. And and we're going to we're going to talk about the have truths in the next segment and then you're going to give some specific advice to moms about how to change their heart attitude in the next segment. We only have about 3 minutes left in this segment. Um can you just talk briefly about the fact that maybe the reason some women um, feel so stressed out about money and feel like it's a daily problem and they worry about their kids and how much money they have for their kids and their house and their car and their life and, and their looks and their food. Part of it has to do with an innate need in women in particular to feel safe and secure. Is that correct? That absolutely is correct. It's actually one of the half-truths. And, uh, and so that's actually one that we're going to tackle right away. And, go, and go, go for it. You've got, you got a minute or two. Talk about that half-truth. Okay, so after you know that's a half truth is if I had more money I'd be secure, and 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 half truths are are wonderful because they're half true and so it's it is slightly true it's just not the whole truth, and I, I love this definition of of heresy I, when I worked at a church the definition of heresy we learned was taking a half truth and making it into the whole truth because oh. heresies are never lies because that's too obvious um, and so. This idea and that especially women tend to buy into is is if I had more money, I would be secure. And the whole truth is is you need to actually feel confident. And confident is a very different a different uh, truth than being secure. And you can actually get the confidence. You'll never get to security. Money will never make you secure. Right, and and that's where the faith issue comes in. And I'm, I'm fond of saying on this show that that not everybody who listens to us is a person of faith, but 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 most of the folks in the audience. And so so part of what your book does is to say you got to fall back on your faith in God 
to, to have a total sense of security or confidence, and it's not going to come from money, right? Absolutely. Well, it starts there, and it also it also starts. So, absolutely, yes, <laughs> to that. And then, second is is and there are ways to build confidence that even with the money that you have today, you can actually get that sense of confidence uh, and and reduce the worry, reduce the stress. Doing all those those kinds of things are a way to actually build confidence. And one of the things that I think especially moms and women know is having friendships and being part of something is one way to actually build more confidence. And knowing you have people that have your back is yeah. a tremendous way to build confidence that money will never be able to do for you. Yeah, awesome. Okay, here's the song that we picked. He did, Don can slowly bring this up. But in the next segment, Brad Hewitt is going to help us learn how to be more confident no matter how much money we have. And a couple of other tips we're so looking forward to. Stay tuned for the rest of Channel Moms. a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food. Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly. It's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and I personally believe in the good work of Idrahaji. Because the camp is located in the town where I live, I've witnessed firsthand how Idra Haji draws children closer to Christ. Idra Haji is a Christian camp designed for kids who are ready to embrace new experiences, get closer to God, and enjoy classic camp activities like horse rides, zip lines, and a climbing wall. Idra Haji is nestled in the beautiful Rocky Mountains just outside of Bailey, Colorado. Sign your kids up for life-changing summer fun. Spots are filling fast. Visit idrahaje.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean we're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I hope you enjoyed our little ABBA. 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 I got it wrong again. It's my Minnesota Are group. they Swedish? Norwegian? Swedish. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Very old school. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the kids in the audience had no idea who that was. But uh, my little ABBA, money, 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 to go along with Brad Hewitt's, Brad Hewitt and his book right here on the show. I want to remind you that we uh, would love for you to stop in at the Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey, Colorado. Great time to go because they're right near the sparkling river and the mountains, and it's beautiful, very down-home little restaurant. I feel like you step back into the 50s. Please stop by and see Chip in Bailey, Colorado at the Cutthroat Cafe. They're a great sponsor. Um, okay, we welcome back Brad. He has a brand new book called Your New Money Mindset, and he's here today to help moms with some of the half-truths that they believe about money. So so go off. You've already talked about the confidence issue. Why don't you get into that? How can you build confidence in a woman, in a mom who feels like she just doesn't have enough? Yeah, well, and and it's it's interesting because the 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 tricks for for a lot of the the half truths that we're going to talk about, they actually have two uh, two prescriptions uh, that 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 actually work on all of the ways that we have these half truths, and and they they seem really uh, counterintuitive, uh, and and the the prescription is is actually gratitude and generosity. Okay. And so. And we'll talk about that. It's it's really interesting. If if you one of the one of the ways you actually become more secure is you give away things, and you become grateful for what you have. 
And is that because provable? It, is that provable through research that people actually yeah. feel more secure, secure if they give away things? Absolutely, because what happens, and in fact, that's what some of the research in the book is, is, is that what it does, it starts to break the emotional relationship that we have with money to think that money is going to give us security, or we'll talk about the other three in a, in a second. Uh, and, and so it starts to break down that, that high emotional relationship that we have with money. If you want a healthy with money, a money relationship, you actually have to break down the emotional connection. Yeah. It's it's just the opposite of a personal relationship where you have to build up the intimacy and the emotional relationship with money. You actually have to do just the opposite and start breaking down our emotional connections to it. So if you were to challenge a mom today who's skeptical and says, oh, great, you know, it's nice for you to say I need to be more grateful and I need to give away more. I don't I can't. Would you just challenge her to say, just try it, just just, just give away ten dollars, just give give away the vase that you love in your kitchen, or just try it and see what it does to your psyche? Was that what just you just try it and see? And in fact, it doesn't even have to be money. Give give away time, give away things that are really important. But money is actually one of the best ways to do it because it starts to break down, and then be be spend time thinking about what you're grateful for. Again, it tends to break down because what we quickly find out, we while we may feel we want security, what we really want are relationships and, and involvement and intimacy and a whole bunch of other things which actually come as we, we're grateful. Um, Not as we have more money. Yeah, and we think money's going to buy us that prestige and admiration. Um, You you tell a little story in the book about a pastor in Nairobi, and you're saying, you know, what's the biggest hurdle for us to to tell people about God and and to change people's lives here in Africa? And he essentially says materialism. And I loved the quote where he said, you know, here in Africa, if, if somebody has a mud hut, he wants a stone hut. If he has a thatch, if he has a thatched roof, he wants a metal roof. And I thought, okay. And if he has one cow, he wants two cows. And I thought, okay, we think of them as dirt poor, and right. and and yet they still want something. They can always have something more. They think even at the dirt poor. So no matter what level you're at, you want something more. And one more quick point, and then I want you to get into another half truth. In America, if you make fifty thousand dollars or more, I think that puts you in the top either 1% to 3% of the world if you make $50,000 or more individually. 1%. Yeah, you're a one percenter. Yeah, if you make $50,000 or more. And we think, I mean, my husband and I feel like we're struggling. You know, we're, you know, we're above that easily. But, but, you know, we feel like we're struggling. You feel like you're struggling, Michelle. And, and the rest of the world is poorer than us. And it's like, what is our problem? So, so go on. I get too excited. I'm sorry, Brad. Um, please, no, this is great. Please, fact, please move a, on. Yeah. There's a study in the book that this is great. Is, and it actually gets to one of the other half-truths is if I had more, I'd be happier. And, and, and I'd be more secure, but especially more will give me happiness. And they had a group of people where the average assets they had were $78 million, $78 million. Oh. And their, their responses were just like everybody else's, a Boston University research study. If they just had 25% more, they'd be happy. Wow. So tell us another half-truth for moms. So, so that one, for uh, for all of us, this isn't just moms. <laughs> I think this one's true for all of us. I'd say the security one is more oriented women tend to fall into that one this one i think we all get to to fall into and that is if i if i uh, had more money i would be happy Um. and and it is an absolute uh half truth because it does work just like your land rover it does work for a little bit and then it quickly goes away and frankly if you borrowed money it will actually be worse than if uh than it was before you bought it yeah that's good the borrowing thing has gotten us into all kinds of sorrow, and we don't realize yeah, it. Absolutely. And the whole truth is contentment. 
people think, well, I'll just be content if I have, you name it. And, and, and that's just, it just doesn't work that way. You get that and then now you have it and then you're not contented again. And we have, like we were talking, marketing and advertising to make you feel discontent and inadequate and everything. Yeah, so, that's right. <laughs> so, so, uh, the contentment thing is also one of those things, again, back to generosity and gratitude. Interestingly enough, breaking that emotional relationship with money through gratitude and generosity is one of the ways that we actually begin to see how to break down and move from, from always wanting more to being content. How does a mom, we don't have to get to all the half-truths, Brad. If, they, if they'd like to know them all, they can certainly pick up the book. But yep. how does a mom make this heart switch in the life of herself and her children? Yeah, and you know that that's the interesting thing. What we found through research is, is it's it's daily practices, simple daily practices of gratitude and generosity. So, you know, having a, a prayer at meal, sitting down for a meal and and praying, or just if, for, if you don't want to pray, just name, go around the table and name what you're grateful for today. Yeah. What if you're it, in the it, moment and you're and you're debating, like say say you you you're being asked to give money for a certain ministry. And you're like, well, I really want to. And you're in the moment, and that's wrestling is going on. Yeah, you know, I think those are times when when God feels the when when God or or you feel the tug at your heart for something. You know, my my uh, my encouragement was to to do something, and and talk about it. Again, talking about it is one of the most important things that moms can do. Um, uh, in those circumstances, and and if and frankly, if you feel like you really don't have the time or the money or whatever they're asking you to give is talk about why we don't have it now, but how we plan to then actually make the time to be able to do that. So I think there's tons of ways where you can actually, even if you can't right now, is work towards being able to. And in fact, talking to your kids about that is really important. Yeah, because you don't want to leave your kids with an attitude when they grow up of they need more and more and more. They, they never reach that contentment stage. Um, they, they, they miss out on gratitude. They miss out on giving. Um, I wrote something really quick, and then, I, and then I, we have to wrap up. But, but I spoke to a gentleman in the finance industry yesterday, and he was suggesting to me, I don't even know if this is statistically true, but the, the wealthier the person that he was dealing with, the less they gave. And, and that more typically the middle class were the biggest givers. It, it, would you agree with that or is that? As a percentage, that's generally true. Um, okay. And it's, it is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, that we're so tied to our money. So, so Brad, in, in a, a, the last minute, and then I want you to tell folks how to find your book, what is the biggest piece, uh, and, and, and give them something specific. What is the biggest piece of advice that you give to a mom if she wants to change her attitude? She does. She wants to feel less stressed about money. She wants to figure out a way to not uh, be so worried about it and be, and tie it so much to her security and her joy. What's the best tip you can give her, like an action item? Well, I'm going to give. I'm going to give two things. One is is a, a proverb that just helped me write the book because I'm I'm by nature stingy and <laughs> I think, yeah, many you know, of us for are. those of, for those for those of you who are stingy and really feel you know tied to to money in that way uh, there's a proverb that it's Proverbs 11:24 the world of the generous gets bigger and bigger and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. <sighs> And nobody wants their kids to grow up in a small little world. Everybody wants their kids to be abundant. And, and, yeah. and I think generosity is one of those things that actually does open up for ourselves, our kids, our marriages, our families, 
a way into um, this new money mindset and, frankly, a, a different heart relationship. The, the second thing that, that I would do is actually really practically get involved in a community that reinforces the positive values about about self and and especially for your kids or others take take them on a mission trip get involved with somebody in a group that can actually help reinforce the positive messages and not get sucked into the the negative messages we hear on tv and the competitive stuff on social media and all of it brad very quickly how do folks find your book the The best way mindset yeah, New Money Mindset. There's a there's a there's newmoneymindset.com, and there's an assessment you can take to kind of feel figure out where you're at. It's free. There's no you don't have to provide any information, and it's a great way to get a, a sense of the book and some small group questions and a way to to use it maybe in your uh, in in a small group you're part of. Awesome, awesome. Newmoneymindset.com. That's right. Wonderful, Brad. God bless you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Take care. Thanks for your help. Okay, I hope some moms out there were able. I mean, I that helps me, Shell. Oh I, yeah, I can go home and apply that. Yes, you know, because I don't want to feel stressed about money. No, you know, I I have to speak of money actually. <laughs> First of all, before I speak of money, we got to welcome a brand new affiliate. We are officially syndicated. We are now on WNAH in Nashville, Tennessee, and we're thrilled to be there. We want to welcome Thanks. that audience and those mothers there, those precious moms there. And then secondly, uh, Channel Mom runs on money. So if you feel the need or the desire to be a little bit generous today, even $10 a month would help us stay on the air. Would and reach help us moms. Reach moms on the, the ground. Nation. Yeah, we, we're working with homeless moms now and moms in prison now and, and, and average moms like Shelly and me just to encourage them and, and bless them and help them, you know. And, and so uh, we, we have moms who call us all the time and tell us that we've literally made them feel like they can go on in their mothering. We encourage them like they need it. So please go to channelmom.com. I, I love our donors. I, I ask God's blessing on them. Just click donate, and we'd be so blessed if you do that. And I have to thank Don and Shelly. Thank you so much for being back with me. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, All right. Don. God bless you guys. Have a great week. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.